All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! All right, guys, you know what I want to talk to you about today? About how we should make sure before we react to someone who we think is racist, let's make sure they're actually racist first. Because if they're actually racist, then you can blast them. If they're not racist, don't waste your time. And this, this is the story. Uh, I, at the time, I'm a young kid, maybe 17, 18 years old. And I was doing some open mics and some showcases in my hometown of Philadelphia. On the show also was a little kid, little Italian kid who, and he was a little kid, and he wanted to try stand-up, and he saw me do a set, and it was a packed house, and it went well. And, you know, I guess I became like a hero to him or some crap like that, because he was a young kid, and I was an older kid. I was 17, 18, or whatever. His dad, uh, like my set also, and he was with his son, obviously, because, you know, you have to accompany the kid. And he comes up to me and goes, hey, you, you're funny. I like you. You know, Frankie likes you. Look, I'm doing the show. It's Saturday. You want to come in or do a couple minutes? It's outdoors. Um, you know, we're the band there, but it's a festival. It's the Italian festival. You can come down, do a few minutes. I'll give you a couple hundred dollars. All right. So I go, yeah, sure. No problem. I show up. And it's like I said, like he said, it's the Italian festival. And there's a lot of people out there. You know, they're all wearing their flags. I don't see any brothers there but me. You know, so I go there and everybody's cool. Everybody's really nice. It's a, just a really great group of people. You know, just, just really nice. There's a technical problem on the stage with the band's equipment. The microphones work, but for some reason they can't get the music to come out. So it was something going on. I don't know exactly what it was. So I go on and I'm doing my thing. And there's a couple hundred people out there. And I don't know what to expect. And I walk out and, you know, they were really, really nice. I don't know why they were so nice to me. And they were, you know, this next guy, you see them at the Comedy Works in Philadelphia, blah, blah, blah. Here he is. And he introduces me. I walk out. They're clapping. Yay. So I'm doing my routine and I'm thinking I'm only going to be up there five or six minutes and it's going really well, you know, and if you ever anybody who's a live performer or seen a live performance, you know, when the audience is just really in love with what's going on it's to the point where even the performer is shocked by the reaction It was one of those. So I do a joke. <sighs> I'm going, geez, in my head, I'm going, good God, this is a great. Can I take these people everywhere? So I look back and the guy who who asked me there is giving me the hand signal to say stretch. And as it turns out, they can't solve the problem, but they don't want the show to stop because the people will go and leave the performance area and begin milling around outside with the rest of the crowd because there are people walking there's food all over the place and everybody's having a great time. So I'm going on and on and on. And now that I realize I'm going to have to be up there for a longer period of time and I've used up the material I had put together specifically for this performance, I start going into my regular act and performing, you know, as if I'm getting paid. But I guess technically I was getting a couple hundred bucks, so I was getting paid, so it didn't matter. So I'm really, I'm really going for it now. And now it's, they're going, they're even going more crazy. And what I started to notice was, which was amazing, was the people that were walking along the street outside were hearing the laughter and applause coming from this area. And they started to slowly pour in. And then they joined the crowd. And then they're laughing. And then some people walked out and got more people. And all of a sudden, I, the, the audience was, was about 200. There's now 400. 500. 700. 800, 900, 1,500 people stuffed in there. And I'm looking going, Jesus Christ. You know, so I'm doing my thing. And all of a sudden, I went from 200 people being there to 1,500 people crammed into this area because they're enjoying the show. And I'm, I'm really happy about this. The other part, the thing that was hilarious was there was these, these greased poles. I don't know what the hell was going on there, but there were these dudes 
kind of climbing on top of each other, reaching up to get some meat that was hanging up. I don't know what the hell the deal was with that. And they stopped and they were watching me. I couldn't. I'm going, what the hell is going on here? And I busted the punchline. I think I teased the guys on the poll about something. I don't know what the joke was. It was something like you, you can get that meat at the supermarket. What the hell are you going through all of this? They laughed and then they fall down. And I'm going, oh, man, it's the greatest. So I leave the stage. Hey, everybody's clapping. It's going nuts. It's great. And all these people there. And I'm really proud of the thing. I walk off the stage and there's the little kid, Frankie. And he's just, his eyes are huge because now, you know, he saw what happened and my eyes were huge because I couldn't believe what just happened. I'm walking off and now he, you know how kids are. He's walking backwards and he's being really gracious with everybody because his dad was the one that put that section together and didn't expect a crowd that size. So he's walking, he's offering people food. Hey, you want this? You want that? And the way it was set up was there were two tables along the way, along the way out of there. And on one side of the, on one table, they had meats and things of that nature. And on the other table, they had dessert, fruit, and things of that nature. So he's, you know, kids walk backwards and they're singing and, hey, well, hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, you want some of this? You want some of that? He's offering, you know, you know, somebody comes, you want some ham? Because the ham just happened to be next to him. And he turns to the other side. You want some, um, you, you, you want some bananas? You know, because that, that was what was on both sides of him. On one side was ham. One side, one side was bananas. And then that person goes, oh, yeah, sure, kitty, I'll take that. And the next thing he's backing up and he's, he sees somebody else. Hey, 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 do you like the show? Yeah, I know him. I know him. And hey, hey, do you want some? And then he would point to the meat. Do you want some fish? And then he turned to the other side. Do you want some? And I think it was, I don't know, apples, whatever it is. And the kid, and everybody's trying to be nice to the kid. Yeah, yeah, sure, kid, I'll take that. He sees me. Hey, how you doing? That was great. Oh, that was great. He and everybody's looking. And because they had just seen me on stage, everybody, you know, after a show, everybody looks at you and smiles and nods like, yeah, give me the thumbs up. So now, because I had just walked off the stage and these people had just seen me there and we're all there at the same time, they're, they're all kind of staring at me. So the people that were just watching me for about 45, 48 minutes on stage and loved it are now staring at me as I'm walking and this kid's, yeah, woo, woo, woo. And they're like, yeah, give me that thumbs up. I'm like, yeah, this is great. Thank you. I'm giving them the, the silent thank you. So the kid doing exactly the same thing to me, being gracious, backing up, and he, he then offers me two things. But it just so happened at that specific moment. Hey, you want some of this and some of this? As it turns out, it was very, very unfortunate food and fruit placement. Because what he said to me was, hey, hey, you want some chicken? Which was what was on one table. And then he turns to the other table. And some watermelon? Now, that was a complete fluke. It just so happened that at that moment, my walking and him walking, we just happened to be between fried chicken and watermelon that just happened to be there. And I have never seen that many people who were that loud and going, yay, whoa, yeah, clapping, cheering, stomping, high-fiving. That group of people that loud were silent. And I'm telling you, I think somewhere outside, I think I heard an ant fart. Um, I think I heard the heartbeat of someone about six blocks away. And I'm not sure, but I think I heard the future. It was like a pin could drop and would be deafening. That's how quiet it was. And the kid didn't, and everyone's looking at the kid, looking at me, and they don't know. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. And I looked at the kid, and I gave him a hug, and I said, you know what? The chicken I like, but I'm really more of a grapes guy. And then I started laughing. And then his dad, who had just seen that and was also wide-eyed and mouth open, he started laughing. And then I, I picked the kid up, and I put him on my shoulders. I said, come on, let's go get something to eat. And then everyone went, you, you literally could hear this large group of people go, <sighs> and then they went back to regular chatter level, <laughs> you know, and that was one of those weird moments where 
something happened that was just a complete fluke. It was a fluke. Literally, this was a massive table on both sides. And it just happened at that specific moment. I happened to be standing between chicken and watermelon and this gracious kid who really loved me and thought I was his hero offered me, just offering me food and fruit that he had offered everybody else. But this was just the worst place, <laughs> the worst place in the world. If I, he had asked me a second earlier, it would have been, I don't know, fish and some fucking pineapple. If he had asked me a second later, it would have been, you know, uh, uh, hoagies and fucking uh, some sodas, but just that one moment, and it just goes to show you how weird it is when something happens that people might think is racist, but it isn't racist, and we have to be careful about that because I see a lot of times in the in the media where people will just blast somebody for being racist or blast somebody for being something that they're not without taking very very careful and close stock of the situation. Look at it carefully first. Check out what's happening carefully first, because it may not be a bigot. It may not be racism. It may not be that. If it's not that, let it go. It was an honest mistake, if that's the case. Now, if it is racist, then get in their ass. If it is homophobic, get on them. If it is misogynistic, get on them. If it is bigotry in any way, get on them. Let them know you have the right to say that, and I have the right to tell you that you're wrong for saying that, and this is why. Because that's the way it should be. But we have to make very, very, we have to be very, very careful that we make sure that we don't accuse people of something that they didn't do and accuse people of being something that they aren't. That kid wasn't racist. He, like I said, we just happened to be there. And quite frankly, the shit was hilarious to me. Because like I said, I've never seen a group of people that were that loud. I mean, they were going nuts and it was great because I was the reason they were going nuts. And then I was also the reason that they went really silent. And that shit was fucking hilarious. Now, that kid is, I don't know how old, the kid's a grown man now. You know, we're still cool. We're Facebook friends and everything. And he goes, he goes, hey, uh, yo, S, you want to, you know what? Remember that Italian festival I went to when we were kids? I said, yeah. He said, remember that watermelon shit that happened? I said, yeah, I do. He goes, you know what? You should podcast that, man. I said, you know what? I think I will. I think I will. All right, my friends, we knocked out another one. And before you ask, yes, that's a true story. <laughs> Sometimes people ask me some of the things. That, that's funny, but is that a true story? Yes, that is a true story. I want to thank you guys again. Like I said, I keep seeing the audience get larger and larger. Obviously, you're telling people about the show. I've seen that you guys have been subscribing and uh, your friends have been subscribing and your families have been subscribing. I just want to let you know that I really appreciate that. I'm going to consider that an early, uh, early Christmas gift from you people. And uh, once again, I, just want, to, I want to thank you for that. Uh, but uh, until I have a uh, seven billion subscribers, you're not done working, damn it. So you get out there and you get you double subscribe and get your friends to subscribe. Get people who are on the street, grab them, drag them someplace, and make them subscribe, damn it. We're gonna make this world domination. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Much love to you. Uh, early Merry Christmas to you. And it's Anthony out.
and cheer. We're gonna have a good time while up in here. <laughs>